Hey everybody, welcome back to the Well Read Podcast. I'm so excited about this episode because one of my best friends is here joining us, my college roommate and TikTok star, Skylar Norod. Uh, so Skylar, can you just tell us about yourself, you know, how we know each other, and tell us about your TikTok that went viral. So I am Skylar. I am from the Nashville, Tennessee area. I went to UT for undergrad, got my bachelor's of science in education. I concentrated in kinesiology. Um, I'm currently a doctor of physical therapy student at Lincoln Memorial University here in Knoxville. Uh, Leslie and I were college roommates freshman year. We lived together until our junior year. Um, and yeah. And then my TikTok that she mentioned, um, I kind of every now and then post content online. Um, can't do that much more because I'm always busy with school. But I posted a TikTok about two, maybe three weeks ago of a pair of shoes and it blew up and has almost two million views. So we love that. We have a TikTok star among us excited to hear what you have to say. Uh, but we, I chose the verse Proverbs 17, 17 for me and Skylar to talk about because as I mentioned, she's one of my best friends in the world. I am 100% confident that we will be friends forever. No matter where life takes us, we will always stay connected. So I'm going to read Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. So I picked this verse because Skylar lives this out really well. She loves her friends at all times. So Skylar, like... Pretty much all of your like close friendships from college are still going strong. You obviously live this out great. So the first question I kind of wanted to ask you is like, how do you show your friends that you love them? Now, I can talk a little bit after about, you know, how you've shown me personally that you love me. But in general, how do you show your friends that you love them? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is just making sure that they know that you're there for them, whether they need you to be there for them in the moment or not. Um, I know I have some friendships that kind of, we don't talk every single day. Um, but I still make it known to them that if they ever need me, if they need to talk to me, get something, uh, off their chest to me, I'm always there and available. Um, I try to make myself available as much as I can. I know school, it kind of hinders the time frame that I can get back to people. Um, I've been kind of awful of <laughs> responding to text messages lately because I never have my phone on me, it seems like. Um, but also just letting them know that I'm always going to support them no matter what. It might not be the best decision that they're making, but as long as they know that someone is behind them and will support them no matter what, that's a really big thing for me. And just kind of knowing that you care about them. Um, I know that that's one thing that I really love my friends showing me is that they just care and that they're here for me. And I always try to show them that as well. That's really good. And you definitely, definitely do that well. I will say like personally, so me and Skylar, we met our senior year of high school. We, um, we met up. It's a funny story. She lives, you know, in, she lived in Murfreesboro and ironically, my family was going on a trip for basketball to Murfreesboro. So we got to meet up. It was obviously a God thing in the long run, but we met up. The first time she met me, she met my entire family. That didn't scare her away. We became college roommates. So like first, like major life change, like going to college, Skylar was there. Then when I graduated college, like 
Skylar was still there even when I like, you know, moved out and we weren't roommates anymore. Like she was still there for me. Then when I got married, she was in my wedding. She was there for me. So like every, and actually I'll back up and say my mamma passed away a year ago when she came to my mamma's funeral. Like Skylar just shows up. When she said that, like she lets you know, like that if you need her, she's there. Like she does. Any moment that I've needed Skylar, she's shown up and been there. So she lives that out really well. I think that's really good advice. I think sometimes we overcomplicate friendship, you know, like yeah. what we need to do to show our friends that we're there for them and that we love them. But like literally like you, you were just there and that was like more than enough. Like I tell people all the time, like I tell Isaac all the time, like Skylar's such a good friend. She just is always there for you. You know, I think that that's really cool and really good advice. But I wanted to dig into our verse for a little bit. It's in Proverbs, which was written by King Solomon, the son of King David. So we all know David and Goliath, so this is his son. He was the wisest man other than Jesus to ever live, which is pretty cool. And he wrote the book of Proverbs kind of to give us an idea of what it looks like to live a life of wisdom that honors God. So like when we look from that lens, this verse is saying that a friend loves at all times. And he's saying that's wise. Like being a friend who's always there and loves their friends no matter what is going on, like that's a wise thing to do. Um, and actually, I want to say this to any of our listeners. I know sometimes we can get in seasons where that we feel like maybe we don't have a lot of friends. You know, if you're a high schooler listening to this, maybe you're struggling making friends or like if you're in college or about to start college even specifically, like you might be worried, am I going to have trouble making friends? And I want to say this, that like you already have a friend who loves you at all times. His name is Jesus. He's always with you. He always is going to be there no matter what. So you can walk in college, high school, whatever you're doing, confident, knowing that you have that friend who sticks closer than a brother who loves you at all times because that's Jesus and he's always there. But I'll get off that little soapbox for a second and go into our next question, which actually kind of ties into what I was just talking about for incoming college freshmen. So if there's any like people that are about to start college listening right now, like what would be your biggest advice that you would give them like to make friends? Because like the first two friends you made in college, you're still very close with today. I mean, actually our other roommate, Kirthana, they are roommates like right now, they just moved back in together recently. So like, what would you say as someone who literally like is still close with the people that you were close with your freshman year of college, like what would be the advice you would give to those incoming college freshmen looking for those friends? Um, so freshman year of college is super scary. Um, I kind of am reliving that right now with me starting my grad program. Uh, I came into it not knowing anybody and that's how I was freshman year of college also. Um, especially going to a big college like I did. Uh, you had the kids that I went to high school with being a state college, but I wasn't super close with any of them. So I never really saw them around campus. Um, I think you just need to be comfortable and get out of your comfort zone and just put yourself out there. Uh, join clubs, find a Bible study on campus, find a church group on campus. Just make yourself get out of your comfort zone and just kind of put yourself out there. And I know that was a big thing with me. I came in literally somewhat knowing Leslie, but not really. Right. We weren't close. We had met one time and then we decided to live together. Um, but 
starting off with just Leslie as my friend, it then kind of snowballed into like becoming friends with other people because I was more comfortable with putting myself out there. No, that's good. I think that, you know, saying, you know, join clubs, joining a Bible study, that's huge because like that, obviously, Keith and our other roommate that Skylar's now living with, she um, lived on our floor and we had kind of met her in passing, but I don't think that we would have became like best friends with her if it hadn't have been for our Bible study. So we were in a Bible study with Crew. It's a campus ministry. You might have it at the college you're going to. If so, you should look it up. But we had a Bible study in our dorm for freshman girls and Kirthana and us went and that's kind of how we became friends. We uh, we opened the door to our dorm and let her in and she, and she never, never left. left. She never left, <laughs> but it was, it was for the best. It was definitely for the best. But yeah, I think that's good advice because I think probably the worst thing that you could do is to like stay in your shell and not, you know, put yourself out there to meet new people because I think everyone that's going into college as a freshman is looking to make friends. So like if you're going, one, you have to remember that like, it's not that everyone else knows each other and you don't know them. Literally nobody knows each other. Like everyone's completely starting over. So you're not going to look weird or anything if you, you know, go to this Bible study or wherever to meet people because that's what everybody's doing. Like everybody's trying to find their group of friends. So definitely put yourself out there. That's really good advice. So this last question that I had is probably one you might have to think a little bit about, but the verse says that a friend loves at all times. Now we hear that and we're like, yeah, you know, as a friend, we should, you, know, you should always love your friends. But I'm sure we've all been there where it might not be easy to love your friends. Maybe they're not being very kind or maybe they're leaving you out or maybe they're making choices that you know they should not be making. You know, like how do you still love your friends when they're not making it easy <laughs> to love them? Um... I think you, the biggest thing for me is you just kind of have to give them grace and you know, God gives grace. Um, you might see them making a choice that, you know, is probably not the best for anybody, but knowing that they'll probably learn from that mistake, it kind of helps a little bit. Um, also just knowing that God loves everyone unconditionally and that's kind of how you should live your life also. Um, everybody makes mistakes and just kind of showing them that it's okay to make mistakes. Just how can you learn from that mistake? Um, I know I've had times when I feel like my friends might not want me around and I know that's not true. It's just the things that I'm making up in my head and that might lead to me not loving them in the moment. Um, but knowing that that's not their intentions at all and that, you God loves them so you should love them at all times too yes I think that like what you said like you know choosing to love them you know in that moment like I think it's huge for friendship and really probably just like any relationship whether it's you know the person that you're dating or for me like my husband or like a family member like I think it's huge to believe the best in people you know, because if we get kind of in that mindset of seeing the worst in people all the time, like, it's going to make it really hard to love them. And that's not even their fault. That's, you know, on us because we're seeing the worst in them, you know. And like, like you said, like the Lord, he sees the best in us. You know what I mean? He has grace for us, like you said, like if, and honestly, like, I don't deserve the love of God and none of us do. If God can look at me and all of the mistakes that I've made and say, you know, yes, that's my daughter and I love her and I'm for her and I'm with her. Like, mm -hmm. 
how much more should I, you know, love my friends? Because I have, you know, sinned against God way more than any of my friends have ever sinned against me. You know what I mean? So if God yeah. can have mercy and grace for me, like, I should have mercy and grace for my friends. Because, like, and I think what you said, like, sometimes I feel like my friends don't want me around or, you know, something like that. I think we've all felt that way. And sometimes it might not even be, like you said, that that's, like, their intention or what they're trying to do. But we still, like, feel that hurt, you know? But I think that, like, it's crucial to still, like, believe the best in them in that moment. Because, like, what really can you lose by believing the best in someone, you know? Like, if you're choosing to believe the worst, like, that's not really going to help you grow that friendship and become close with them, you know? But if you choose to believe the best in them, like, that's only going to, you know, help you, you know, be closer with that person and open up to them, so... I think that that is really good advice. But I wanted to kind of share with our listeners some of our stories together because I think that like anybody, especially, like I said, if you're like an incoming college freshman listening to this, wanting to make new friends, like maybe you need to just like hear from people who have been there. You know, we, we've done that. We've, we obviously are still very close friends. Like we made the memories and like, I believe that for you, like you're going to get to college, you're going to make your friends and you're going to make memories like this. So why don't you tell your perspective of the first time that we met and you met my entire family? (laughs) Um, so going back before that, Leslie and I met each other on Twitter. Yes. Um, because we both got into the living and learning community for the honors college at UT um and I don't exactly remember the details I think one of us tweeted that we got in the honors college or something this is back when Twitter was like a big thing yes um and then I think I think you dm'd me first because I definitely do not dm people first if I don't know them that's just not who I am um but she dm'd me and we were talking and she said that she'd be in Murfreesboro later that spring and I didn't think she was a creep or anything. So I was like, we should meet up. And um, so they came to Murfreesboro. We had dinner at the Cheddars. And it was a little overwhelming just because it was her entire family. And it was strangers. And I had never met them before. But obviously, like, there was something going through me, I think, that God was placing that it's like, it's okay. Like, this is who you're going to room with. This is okay. Like they're not bad people. They're not going to kidnap you. Like everything's going to be okay. So. No, yes. I, I, yes. I love that story. Cause like from my perspective, which I'm laughing right now, because I realized like me and Isaac reconnected because I DM'd him. And like this whole time I've been saying like, that is so out of character. I would never DM someone I don't know. (laughs) But now I'm like, I did do that. Like, I have done that before, actually. So maybe it wasn't as out of character as I thought that it was. But, so yes, I DM'd Skylar because I, you know, obviously was looking for a roommate. I didn't, you know, I didn't want a room with a psycho, you know, how that goes. And Skylar's Twitter, she looked normal, you know. She didn't look like she was going to, like, kill me in my sleep. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, DM her and reach out to her. But, like, whenever that she said that she lived in Murfreesboro and that I was, you know going to Murfreesboro to me like that already like felt like a god thing I was like okay 
you know, what are the odds of, of this, you know, but then we met and obviously it was probably a lot more overwhelming for you than it was for me because at least the rest of the people at the table I, I knew really well. And actually yeah. to give you guys context, like this was my parents, my sister, my brother-in-law, my nephew, like this was a whole like crowd of people. Like it wasn't just me, my mom family. and my dad. Yes, like the whole <laughs> family at one time. And like, my family, they're fun, but I'm sure they were pretty overwhelming at one time, you know. But, like, like Skylar said, there was just, like, this peace about it. Um, I don't know how to explain it other than that it was just the peace of God because it was his will that we were going to room together. But that was pretty cool. And then we met for the second time for orientation. And then we met, like, the third time whenever we moved in. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying to think of what would be another good story to tell what would be like when you think about college and like us and Kirthana, like what what one memory stands out to you like what's one thing that you're like oh my goodness I remember that and that was so fun or funny or whatever um I think and it's not just because like this is a Christian centered podcast but I think the moment when I told both of you that, like, I had been saved at church and Kirthana literally jumped on me <laughs> and she kept saying she's going to pee on me because she was so excited. Like, that was one of, that's a memory that stands out to me a lot. Yes, no, me too. I will say that that was probably, like, the most memorable thing that ever happened, like, in college, like... I obviously we had a lot of fun. We went to football games. We were, you know, in a Bible study together. We went to a lot of concerts. You know, we went on a trip to Nashville. Like we did so many fun things, but obviously like that was the most significant thing that could have ever happened. Um, I think on me and Kirthana's side, like we had to do like a really big surrender to the Lord, you know, kind of understanding that now, this was your decision. It wasn't, you know, our decision to make for you, which was a little bit hard for us in the beginning, I think. But even, like, in that God grew us, He taught us, you know, that He's going to do what He's going to do. You know, it's not up to us to save someone. You know what I mean? And then, like, obviously you had your own journey of, you know, coming to know Him, which was incredible. And then I was out of college when you got baptized. That was, you know, your senior year. I was already graduated, but, like, that was an incredible moment, too. I look back, even though I wasn't technically in college, you know, that was still a very big, big memory. Um, But I'm trying to think of any other story that I have. I mean, I, oh, I know what story I'm going to tell. Okay, so we're going to take you back to our freshman year. It's September 2018. It's our first football game of it's the first football game of the season okay and we're excited we're ready we're freshmen we're going to Neyland Stadium go balls it's going to be incredible we have cute outfits on we're going to take pictures it's going to be great so it's at noon the game's at noon in September in East Tennessee and there's not a cloud in the sky I mean the sun is just blaring down now you might you know hear that and think, yeah, it's a typical football game, you know, in the SEC in September, no big deal. Well, I unfortunately um, didn't really think about it, and I didn't drink any water at all. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I had had any water that day. Uh, We get to the game, we're in the student section, you know, we're cheering, it's awesome, having fun, and then I don't know how far into the game that it was, but I was like, I started to just 
feel kind of dizzy. And I was like, I've got to like get to the bathroom or something. But we had to like walk up these steps like to get to the bathroom even. And so we're walking up the stairs and I, by the Lord's grace alone, I make it to the top. But like I hear people like as I'm walking up going, is she okay? Like, is, is she going to fall down? And then we get to the top and I just fall down and I passed out. Now, I didn't stay out very long. Um, I kind of like, I passed out for a second and then I was like, what's going on? And then I got a drink of water and then we went to the uh, medical center in Neyland. If anybody's never been there, there is one, you know, there's a, there's a medical <laughs> place in Neyland. We've been there. We went, um... I was okay, you know, they were just like, yeah, you're dehydrated, you know, next time you really need to drink water, you don't need to be, you know, in the blazing sun in the middle of the day with no water, and then my parents came and got us, and we went and we finished the game at my parents' house, (laughs) so what was kind of your perspective of that, so that's my perspective, I just passed out, I was really embarrassed, everyone was staring at me, but, you know, your new friend who you barely know just passed out at the game, what was that like for you? Yeah. Um, my memory gets bad, so I can't remember a ton of specifics on that game, but it was very hot. And in the South, which if you're from the South, you know, it's summer until like mid-November around here most of the time. Um, so it was probably 90s in September, which sounds crazy, but it's pretty normal. Um, I just looked at Leslie and I knew that she did not feel okay. Um, looking back, I don't really know why we walked up the steps and didn't just like go down the steps and into the stadium, the inside of the stadium. I feel like that would have been made more sense. Um, but I know when she got to the top, she like blacked out, like passed out. (laughs) Didn't know what was going on. It was me and a secure, an old man security guard having to like, get her out of the way because people were like oblivious and just you know coming through like they do and just the people around us thinking the worst about what was going on and I'm like she literally didn't drink water like she's not a your typical like college partier like at (laughs) all Like, that's not what's going on. It's just because she didn't have water. <laughs> Literally <laughs> dehydration. You know, up and we go home and watch the game at their house. And and we got Chick-fil-A. I just remembered. We got Chick-fil-A, we got Chick-fil-A on the way back. And I'm like, I barely still kind of know these people. And here we are. I'm having to take care of Leslie at the football game. And I don't know. Yeah, you know, I think after that, you were just kind of stuck with me. It was like, I used to joke and call Skylar my school mom. Because Skylar just had to take care of me. I, I needed somebody to take care of me, and Skylar took that role. First weekends that we were in college, your parents picked us up, or your dad picked us up, and we went to, like, lunch at your grandparents' house. And yes. I met the entire family at that point. I think it was the first weekend we were at school. Yes, I think it was, too. Yeah. So, yes, Skylar, she met the whole family very early on and just became, you know, she was adopted as my school mom. She killed all the bugs in the apartment. Mm -hmm. The worst was whenever that I'd be home at the apartment alone and find a bug and be like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'd have to, like, muster up all the courage and bravery that I had to to kill the bug because Skylar was gone. But Skylar taught me how to kill bugs with the Swiffer. (laughs) 
Now I just vacuum them. It's easy. That's smart. Now I just have Isaac kill the bugs. He doesn't always like doing that, but, you know, that's his role now. What's really funny, listen to this. So I have the same shower curtain as I did at the apartment, you know, with the butterflies and all that on it. So when Isaac gets up for work on Sundays, because he has to be at the church for work at like 6 a.m., so he gets up at like 5. So he's up really early, barely awake, and he gets in the shower, and he just informed me that sometimes... He sees like the imprint of the bugs on the on the curtain and thinks that they're real bugs. Oh god. And he's like, oh my gosh, there's a giant dragonfly on the other side of this curtain. <laughs> and oh then gosh. and then he has to remember that it's just the shower curtain. But yeah. anyway, yes. Well yeah. I am so grateful that you were willing to come on the podcast whenever I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about this month. I was like, you know, school's starting back up in August. You know, whether you're, you know, starting undergrad, high school, or like you, grad school, like you said, you know, you're kind of in the same boat right now. Like, wherever you're at, like, kind of things are going to start over in August. And I thought, like, you know, this will be a good topic that, you know, people kind of need to hear, you know, the month before that they start. So, and I couldn't think of anybody better to talk about it because I can't tell you guys enough like how great of a friend that Skylar is. She's just the best. I will be forever grateful that the Lord crossed our paths on Twitter of all places. I don't even have a Twitter anymore, but you know, for the time, for the time that we had it, you know, God used it and I'm grateful, but Skylar, you know, I just, I love you. You're awesome. I'm excited to see what happens, you know, in grad school and beyond and, you know, with your TikTok career, you know, we don't know what's going to come from that either. So do you want to tell everybody your social media so they can, you know, follow you if they want to? Um, my Instagram and my TikTok, I'm pretty sure the same. It's just at Skylar Norod. Um, I'll spell it out because it's hard sometimes for people it's um s-k-y-l-e-r and then n-o-r-r-o-d just all one word awesome definitely go follow skylar definitely go look at her tiktok that's almost to two million views get it to two million guys get it to two million but thank you guys for listening and i hope that you will you know listen to the rest of our podcast check out our teaching videos we'll have everything linked below and a um, shameless plug for our biblical short film isaac and i have launched a kickstarter to fund a biblical short film it ends at the end of july um, so if you can you know back the project definitely you know do that we appreciate it so much but if you can't back the project Sharing the project is huge so more people can see it. So definitely check out our Kickstarter. We'll have that linked below. But thank you, Skylar, for your time. We love you. And we will see you guys back for the next Well Read Podcast. See ya. Bye.